You are listening to Godly MBA Marketing Beyond Ambition Podcast, Episode 023. Welcome to the Godly MBA Marketing Beyond Ambition. This is the only podcast that will share and teach actionable and biblical marketing strategies to empower you, the value-based business owners and Christian entrepreneurs. Learn to communicate your message effectively in this noisy world so you can finally earn more, serve more and give more. Now, here is your host, Kelly Botter. Hello, Kelly Botter here. Welcome to Godly MBA Podcast. We all know that video content is one of the best ways to shrink the distance between you and your audience, potential clients and customers. To create videos nowadays isn't that difficult at all, as long as you have smartphone in your pockets. However, to create engaging videos is a totally different story. That's why I invited my guest today to show us how. Justin Brown is a leading video production specialist. His 20-plus year journey in video has led to top-level credits on international film, documentary, and broadcast productions involving a raft of inspirational domain leaders, including Dr. John Martini, Roger Hamilton, and John Asraf, extreme athletes like Mark Weiser and Aunt Williams, also the global change makers like UN Women. He's known for his unrelating focus on achieving maximum results with minimal effort. He now teaches his methods for producing better video content faster at primalvideo.com. In today's jam-packed interview, we have covered a lot of practical tips such as the number one way to create engaging videos, some pro process to creating the high-ranking videos, and a pro tip for the easy editing will save you a bunch of time and efforts you probably never thought of. At least I didn't. So there is a whole lot more. Now, Let's check with Justin. Hello, Justin. It's so happy that you are here. Thank you very much for having me. You know, uh, we gotta love technology. Justin, where are you now? I'm in Brisbane, Australia. And I'm in Switzerland. And we are are talking to each other. And uh, Justin, I mean, I have been a distant fan for long. And and I already introduced you to the audience. But I would like you to talk about, you know, where you're from and how you became this leading video expert. (laughs) Well, thank you very much for the uh, very kind words. I've basically been working in video production for a very long time, uh, over 15 years. Um, I started out doing, well, as anyone does, you grab a camera and you start playing around. And from there, it was something that was fun, but it also came naturally to me. And I like pushing the boundaries of that. And 
And then obviously into editing as well, you could really start to craft and tell some pretty amazing stories. So from there, I obviously uh, started getting into the corporate work and I've worked in uh, underground mining training right through to action sports and, and uh, adventure TV series. Um, I then followed a big wave surfer around the world um, filming his documentary TV series and that was pretty crazy, the, the stuff that uh, I got to work with with him and his team and yeah, right through to the breath hold training and skydiving and it was pretty crazy and pretty full on. So we got to work at a lot of cool projects and meet a lot of awesome people and uh, from there into the online world. And uh, we've, my channel is uh, Primal Video and at Primal Video, our main goal is to make video achievable and, and to really break down any barriers in your video production process um, you know, for any small business person, entrepreneur, anyone just looking to share a message. We help break down any barriers and help them create their content. Well, that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad that you are in one piece still. You know? <laughs> It's much safer in this room than uh, out there, so yes. Okay, <laughs> but, but that's a beautiful, I don't know, picture painting behind you, which is a nice wave. Yeah, is so it, that's actually that's the, the surfer that I, um, that I work with, that's Mark Visser, so he's a oh, big waves. Wow, yeah. I was just about to ask, is that you there? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm behind the camera somewhere, yeah. <laughs> So, Justin, you know, um, when talking to like video, video marketing or video creating, it's so easy to just say, oh, people ask what kind of equipment, what kind of gadget we use. But, well, for you guys listening out there today, uh, I want to set your mind at ease. We will put that in the show notes so easy for you to access because Justin have uh, many awesome fantastic resources anyhow but today we really want to kind of talk about you know maybe you can share with us how to create that valuable and propelling content especially in this noisy world right uh, yes, yes. how we can you know have those really that uh, attention grabber let's say this way, content to serve our audience. Yeah. Well, I suppose that you've touched on quite a few things there. And as you know, it's, it, it is a, a huge thing if you really look at creating a video is one thing, but creating an engaging, authentic video that's going to resonate with your target audience is a totally different thing. So a lot of people get caught up, as you mentioned, in the technology and having the right camera gear or, or uh, for a lot of people, that's a big barrier is to spend all this money on all the gear. But really the key to getting good content is to have sort of the process and the procedure, but, but have the content down to a T where it is actually going to resonate with your audience. Um, and make sure that you're, you're using the language that's going to, you know, they're going to receive and that they're going to take on board and listen to. And really, the more authentic that you can be and the more genuine that you can be in your videos, then the more that's going to resonate with people, the more they'll want to keep coming back and watching your videos. And I think genuinely, if you're sharing great content or good information, don't hold anything back. Don't hold all the, the precious golden nuggets back for yourself. The best way to grow an audience and to get your message out is to share good content and good quality content. And probably the biggest thing on that is to realize that when you're thinking of topics or what to talk about, 
just look at, put yourself in the shoes of the people that are watching. Like, where are they stuck? Where are their pain points, for lack of a better term? And if you can answer those questions and help them break down their barriers, then they'll subscribe. Then they'll sign up for your email list. Then they'll buy your products. So it's about being authentic. It's about being, or about sharing great quality content that is helpful or, you know, and engaging to people or interesting. So Justin, I hope I don't put you on the spot. So since we are on that topic, can we use an example uh, to illustrate it? Is that possible? For me, for example, if I, for your audience, right? I saw that you had many fantastic videos about just teach us how to use our phone. Yes. Video. So maybe you can walk us through that process that how did you then create that short video of, okay. yeah, in the mindset of audience? So I think then for those of us that are listening now, they say, oh, okay, that's how he did it. Okay, so the process then that I go through before we create a video, I really look at the topics first. I mean, there's no point creating a, a video if no one's going to search for what you're making the video for. It's got to be a, a topic that is really serving a purpose and it's something that someone's going to search for. So your planning comes is probably the, the, the biggest key to creating a video that's going to be successful and popular and, and really, you know, build an audience. So you can use things like Google Trends or, or look, I mean, it really depends on your industry. So Google Trends is a great one which shows you Google search traffic around keywords that you may be looking to create your video around. So from there, you can, you can sort of pick the keywords and pick the title for your video before you create the video, before you even get your camera out or anything, know what you're gonna talk about. Then write down some dot points. Whether you're using a teleprompter or not, you will need at least some dot points to keep you on track. So you need to tick off point one, two, and three. We can't miss point four. You know, you, you need to have that, that sort of a, a structure or a basis for your video. Yeah, not just wing it. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Well, well you, some people can. Some people are very gifted and can just sit down and talk on a topic and they've got a decent introduction, a decent finish. But I guess being a primal, primal video, we don't want anyone to, we want to remove the barriers for video creation. And one of the most demotivating things when you're creating videos is to have to redo your same video again. So that's why I think it's very important to at least map out your video first. So there is next to no chance that you'll have to, that you've missed a key point and that you'll have to sit there and refilm. So your planning and preparation is key to any video as far as I'm concerned. So beyond that, is when we start to get to the technical stuff. So it's it's picking the right background, it's making sure that your, your microphones and everything are working. So I'd always suggest that you do a quick test, making sure if you're using your phone that your phone is on flight mode so that no one's gonna call you in the middle of your recording. Yeah. So it's a lot of things <laughs> like that too. That, uh, I mean, it's, it's the kind of things that you make that mistake once. You should never make that mistake twice. If your phone ring once and yeah, yeah, that's, that's we, it. We were yes. all there, yeah. We've all done it once, yeah. yeah. So it, it's things like that and progressing through from there into when you're actually presenting on camera, you can actually make your editing a lot easier by editing as you go. So by the, if you're doing it in sort of paragraph chunks, 
um, as you're going through or sections of your video, then if you keep stumbling on something, then you can leave a message to your future self or to your editor while you're recording that that was the best take to use. So it could be that you lift your hand up to the camera lens or that you clap or some sort of visual or audio indication when you're filming. So then in your editing, all you're doing is looking for that indicator and you go, that's the best take. So all you're then doing is piecing together the best takes. So with those things in mind, it really makes your video creation process much easier. Uh, and then you're editing easier. And then what you can do in your editing is start to do things like edit backwards. Instead of editing from the start of your recording to the finish, if you actually start editing backwards from the end, then the last take that you've done is normally the best one because you'll finish your best take and then you'll go into the next section. So you can really start to turn out content fast um, if you really have a bit of a plan and procedure around everything. Oh, I never thought of that. Editing from the back. Yeah, that's it. And it sounds so obvious when you hear it. But yeah, the moment that you've nailed your, your best take, you'll move on to the next section. So by editing backwards, you're hitting that one first every time. All right, Dad. That's a goal right there. Yes. And then all you're doing then is, is quickly jumping through your footage backwards until you say something different or until you're talking about the previous paragraph. So it's really quick to, to cut down a lot of footage. And that's really the goal with editing. You're going to start with a heap of footage and you want to get down to a manageable size quick. So don't worry about all your color correction and adjusting your audio and all of that sort of stuff first. All of that stuff has to be done at the end. Get your content down to a manageable size first and it will just streamline the whole process. A lot of people jump in and they'll put color correction and effects and titles on. And all that does is slow down your computer because it's then got to render all of that stuff as you're going. Yeah, the key is to get your content down to a manageable size quick. So Justin, uh, this question pop up very often in my audience saying, how long is too long, the video, uh, especially YouTube-wise? Yeah. So a long time ago, there was a limit on YouTube. Um, I'll say a long time, it was a few years ago, where you couldn't actually upload a video more than 15 minutes. And kind of look at that and go, 15 minutes, that's a pretty decent video. That limit is now gone. So there is no limit to how much content you can upload. So to answer your question, I think it depends on how engaging your video is and your content is. I'll, well, if, if you're sitting there and you're watching a video and you're engaged and it's entertaining, you could watch it for 20 minutes, for an hour even. If it's something that drags on or it's repetitive or, or it's, you, you're just not engaging with your viewers, then that's where you'll really need to keep your videos short because it's just keeping that engagement, keeping that attention span there. So there is no right or wrong with it. It really depends on your goals for your YouTube channel or for your videos. If there are teasers to sell maybe a full course, then you wouldn't want to give away you know, a 30-minute video of all the, your, your top tips that are gonna to be told in the course, you really want a short two minute video to promote the course, it's enough to give them a, a taste and then upsell them into the course. But if it's just to give knowledge on a topic, then it could be a 20, 25 minute video as long as it's engaging and entertaining for your viewers. Okay, and then I also heard of, well, this years ago, it's really years, years ago, I think when I live in Vegas and that was opportunity, uh, my church sent me to the, I think National Broadcast Association, they have the event and training in yep. Las Vegas. And I remember one of the trainers say something that 
every seven seconds you should change angle or something yep. like that. Is that still stay true? It really is, but it comes down to well, there's a, there's a few things with that. If you've got a distracting background, I mean, the, the, you, you you as the content presenter need to be the center of attention. So removing things like a distracting background or any movement that's going on in there, um, all it will do is detract from the content, distract your viewer from the content, which means that they're going to be looking and thinking, well, you know, this video is going for a while because they're not really engaged with the content. So the key is to get the content right and the presentation right, but then you can use things like jump cuts or zooming in on your footage to reset the viewer after you know, the seven seconds that you were talking about. So it doesn't necessarily need to be seven seconds. You don't need to go through your timeline and go seven seconds, 14 seconds, whatever, and add a cut or something there. It can be the change of a paragraph or a change of topic to change up your, your footage. Or it could mean that you're using some B-roll or some overlay footage or graphics or photos or something to drop in over yourself talking. So it's not just a talking head the whole time. So you can use different things to break it up or it could be bringing up dot points on screen. So there's some element of movement or something different for your viewer to see. So I definitely agree with that. But the key is to have or to, to try and work on your presentation so that you are actually more engaging and more interesting for the viewers so that you don't need to be doing something every second, seven seconds. All right. So, well, so Justin, how about uh, a lot of people, you know, they're kind of scared to even get started. Talk about what the heck is storyboarding? You know, it sounds yeah. very serious. Uh, so for somebody just start starting, in, you know, maybe they are not just starting a business. They maybe have a good business, but they just started video marketing. And then yep. they, they just kind of uh, wondering how even get started in storyboarding and video script and all those things. Yeah. So I guess the, the probably the earliest place or the, the, the first place to start is to jot down some ideas on your topics. And, and, and really, you know, look at all the areas that you want to cover. And if, if you were telling your best friend or, or your ideal client this tip or this, what you're going to be explaining in the video, what are the kinds of questions that they're going to come back with? And you really want to try and answer as many of those questions as you can within a reasonable amount of time. If the questions are big questions, then that's a whole separate video. So the idea is to really get in the head or in the mindset of, of whoever's watching your content and to really try to answer as many questions that they would have, because the more questions you have, the longer they'll stay on your channel, the more likely they'll subscribe because you become the one source or, or one of few sources that people will keep coming back to because you've answered their question. So in regards to what topics then maybe um, you could look at if you're just starting out, then an obvious place to start is your frequently asked questions. So what are the things that people, your clients, your friends that ask you all the time? So if you've just met someone, I'll say, what do you do? You could start by saying what you do. So it could be your intro channel or your channel video for your YouTube um, or then onto your, your, your frequently asked questions. So in regards to the, the content, if you're running um, any sort of business that's that changes with the seasons or the time of year, then you could do an industry update for that time of year. So that could be, you know, every month something might change. So you're doing a monthly video there. So there's 12 pieces of content that you've got already. So it's just looking at your industry and what suits you and, and, and the different news or updates that you could provide through to your audience. So 
For example, I guess, uh, just for the audience's sake, that explain a little bit. For example, if somebody uh, niche, have be careful now. They have British friend and US friend, so niche or niche. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. Ni what do niche you say? Australia, but yeah, and I think in the US it's niche. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Australia is same as UK, I think. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So. If somebody, they are serving the audience about, let's say, weight loss. Okay, just come top of my head. Yep, yep. So weight loss, obviously, is a big, big topic. Yeah. And, and so under the weight loss, they can chop it down to, you know, some subcategories. Yes. Let's say maybe diet, exercise. And then from there, yeah. maybe chop it even further, say, well, what kind of diet? And then question for that specific diet. I think yes. that's what you meant. Then answer the, yes. those questions. And you can also then look at things like interviews like this one as well to reach a different audience or a bigger audience and to grow your channel fast. So there's lots of different avenues, but, but the key is to keep your videos consistent around a topic or your niche or niche, as you said. So that people know what to expect in your videos. So every now and then if you did something that was off topic would be fine, but really the, the closer that you can keep the messaging and the delivery on, on your channel or on your website, then people know what to expect in your videos and they'll subscribe because it is consistent. And, and that sort of leads on to consistent content is really the quickest way to grow your YouTube channel. People will subscribe if they know that you are going to be releasing at least a weekly video. If it's one a month or one here and there, a lot of people take that chance and go, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll come back and check from time to time whether they do or not. <laughs> but uh, if you're creating consistent content, then that is probably the biggest key to grow your YouTube channel quick. That actually reminded me uh, another common uh, question is, well, Justin, that I had, I used to do, you know, uh, different kind of contents in my channel. And now I change my subject or I change my uh, niche or niche. Yep. But my current channels already have some, you know, have a great views, have a great subscribers. Shall I start a new one or not? Yeah, so there's a, I think if you ask five people, you may get five different answers there. My personal opinion is that you've got a lot of people that would follow you on your YouTube channel for you as a personality. They connect with you. So over time, if you do change from what you're talking about in one place to, to, to migrating to something else, I think that you will have a lot of people that will drop off, but you will have a significant portion of those that will stay through. So if it's something that you're, you know, discon you know, disconnect and stop with one to move to the other, then I would tell your viewers, tell, tell your audience that this is what you're doing and then start posting your newer videos. And you, yeah, I, I think you'd be surprised to see how many people actually stick around. You do have an audience there. There's no point really starting from scratch. Big percentage will maybe unsubscribe, but a lot will probably stay too. So I, I don't think you'd need to start from scratch. Okay, here we go. You got the uh, answer. Just my opinion. <laughs> well, exactly because just like you say, we, we ask five people, they probably have you know all different kind of uh, uh, thoughts. But I think it's really that ourselves as business owner, we need to look at that. You know, it's that uh, first of all, it's maybe it's under the same umbrella, different topics, yeah. or even it's 
that's a totally different, then you still can make a chance maybe to make it to the list, right? Uh, yes. It's the same video, have a playlist, right, in the channel. And yep. then see how that goes. Yeah, that, that would be my, my answer. So yes, yeah. Justin, would you mind to share also some common mistake when you come to somebody just get started in video marketing? Okay, so a lot of the things that we see or a lot of the questions that come through on the channel uh, are all about uh, the barriers that they, they get stuck on something like the technology, they get stuck with their editing or what editing software do I use? What camera do I need? The, probably the biggest thing there is that technology is something, they're all just tools to get the job done. So it doesn't matter which camera you use, use a camera. Uh, it doesn't matter which editing software you use as long as it edits your videos if that's what you need to do. So the biggest thing that I would suggest is that just practice and just, just use the gear that you've got. Don't use technology as a barrier. Um, I mean, most people these days would have a phone. Your phone is more than enough. You could grab a $20 microphone and really take the quality of it much higher. So there's ways that, I mean, there's probably a lot of videos on YouTube and online that people wouldn't realize that they're just done from someone sitting at their desk with a $30 tripod and $20 microphone and they're just using their phone. And I think the more that people can see that, that really removes a lot of the barriers around it and makes it achievable for people. But the key is to start. The moment that you start, then you'll start to get interaction on your channel and comments, which are all encouraging and that you're helping people. You can see that and then you really start to grow. But the hardest part is starting and to, to, to get past all these excuses and to actually sit down and go, right, I'm going to use my phone. I'm going to plug in this $20 microphone. I'm going to use a desk light because I don't have any lights. Um, just start and just yeah, see what happens. So, yeah, exactly. Just really uh, getting started is the most difficult. And, uh, uh, but, you know, just like everything else, right? The moment you want to stay out of the comfort zone. And let's yeah. talk about, you know, what do you see the functionality and different impacts between long-standing uploaded YouTube video versus nowadays Facebook Live or, yeah. you know, now we have Instagram Stories and Snapchat. What do you think about that? Because there is so many different platforms really that you can use to share your content or your message or your story. And really it comes down to where your audience or your, your ideal customer are going to be hanging out. If it's YouTube, then the obvious answer is YouTube. If it's if they're all on Facebook and you're already communicating with them on Facebook, then Facebook's the obvious answer. Where the live element comes in, is it is a great way to interact directly with your audience. You can you can then talk with them afterwards in the comments as well, um, which YouTube does as well as Facebook Live. There's YouTube Live, but the ability that you can do it from your phone and I mean, people hang out on Facebook, so it becomes the logical place to put your content. In regards to organic growth, then I would recommend that you use YouTube. Like if you had to pick one platform to grow organically with good keywords and good topics, my pick would be to use YouTube. And what we do is actually repost our YouTube videos to Facebook. Now Facebook video, not live, but Facebook actual video isn't really there yet. It's there if you've got an audience, but it's hard to be to use it to build an audience. But at some point, Facebook's going to want to ramp that up, which they are with their live stuff now. It's becoming really popular. So what I would suggest is that you use as many platforms 
as you can if you've got the ability to do it. There's no point having a Twitter account if you don't have time to post to it. So that's why I sort of say within reason, if you if it is reasonable for you and, and achievable for you to post to both YouTube and to Facebook, then I would suggest to do both. And really that way you're, you're covering your bases. If Facebook video really takes off, then you've already got a good foundation of content on there. If not, you've already got YouTube, which is already a proven, proven platform for orga- organic growth. But I think the biggest exciting thing is the live element that Facebook brings in, being able to directly connect and interact and tell people to, you know, uh, let me know in the comments below if you want me to send you my ebook or anything like that. You can really sort of drive traffic back to your website and, and, and sales through Facebook Live and, and YouTube Live. But, but the way that Facebook works, like, like um, Periscope with the comments live on screen, it's just fantastic for direct contact and connection with your audience. I haven't tried YouTube Live yet. It's uh, is that good? pretty much new. It's older than Facebook Live. They're in the process of running out, um, uh, I can't think of what it's called, but there's a new sort of addition to YouTube Live, whereas it were, you know, to rival Facebook Live, where all the comments come up on screen and there's, there's, there's better interaction. But at the moment, it's more for corporate use. You, you've really got to do it through your computer to get great results through software like Wirecast or OBS. So it's the more professional one at this point, but that's all about to change. And that's the exciting part about all of this is that it's changing from day to day and year to year. So next year, who knows what we'll be doing, but yeah, it's, um, it's an exciting time. Yeah, actually next year, who knows what our phone will look like really. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so Justin, you know, I'm sure that for audience out there listening so far, you guys can feel that Justin is such a, uh, you know, I mean, wealth of knowledge and he's a calm guy. And then you just wondering, have he ever made mistakes or have any uh, fun story on a journey and or even embarrassed moment? Embarrassing moment. Well, <laughs> yes, I definitely make mistakes. And, and it's like, even for being on camera for me is something new. I've been behind the camera and helping my clients and filming, you know, all sorts of stuff for years. So for me to actually sit in front of the camera, I gotta tell you, it was probably one of the hardest things I've had to do. Um, And we've left all those early videos up there. So if you look on the Primal Video channel, look at the early videos and you'll see how bad I actually was. I'm pretty sure in the first few videos, I didn't blink once. I was that nervous about getting the content right. So. I leave that there to show you that it is possible and I'm still nowhere near perfect, but it's more that now I can see the traction. I can see that the people that we're helping and it really just encourages you to keep going with it. So um, yes, definitely still make mistakes. You, uh, yeah, everyone only ever sees the, the edited versions, right? They don't see how many takes it's taken me to to say, hey, it's Justin. <laughs> so it's uh, I'm just the same as everyone else. There's a lot of a lot of stuff that hits the uh, the, the cutting room floor, so to say. Yes. Okay. But, so that, that okay, as a professional, you know, video guy himself, I think that makes us feel much better, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose that's it's all part of it. Like it's all real. We're all we're all human. We've all got you know. Some people will excel and, and as we said, can sit down and talk to camera and just run off their videos with no editing. I'm not one of those people, but I'm, I'm trying to take my audience on a journey to help them, you know, create create content and, and remove the barriers along the way. 
So in regards then to an embarrassing or, or sort of exciting story, I suppose one of the, it wasn't really embarrassing, it was more, it was a scary moment when I was, when I was filming. I did have to do uh, my solo skydive certificate. And uh, normally you'll jump out of a plane and you'll jump at 14,000 feet and you'll pull your parachute at around 4,500 feet and you've got plenty of time to, to land. So one of the training drills that we did, we jumped at 2,000 feet. Now your parachute doesn't really open or they say allow at least 1,000 feet if you ever need to pull your reserve and just in case. So the instructor's like jump out, get stable and pull your parachute jumped out, got stable, pulled my parachute and it all got twisted and tangled. It didn't come out of the bag properly. And I'm sitting there thinking, I don't have a lot of time to get this sorted. But uh, yeah, anyway, and it was at that right at that point where you're like, it's almost too low to pull my reserve. So yeah, I don't know. Just one of those moments that is like, yep, uh, obviously I, I survived. <laughs> I managed just to climb up and just shake the parachute until it finally opened. I pretty well just spiraled down like one turn and I was on the ground. So it was very close call, but it was just another one of those things where I'm like, wow, you know, a lot of camera guys out there go to a lot of, you know, full on lengths and extremes to get the shot or to work on these projects. So it really gives you some good appreciation for some of the, the awesome content that people are putting out there. Like a lot of the Red Bull projects where the camera guys have to go along and follow these crazy athletes to do that stuff. So yeah, there's projects like that that pop up. They're they're interesting, <laughs> but just creating content is, uh, as we said, much much safer here. Well, you guys, you know, you guys listening audio uh, version here. You you did not see my face. I was just shaking my head. It lasts about twenty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my husband, uh, when he was young, you know, uh, he how you call that? Not parachute. You know the yeah the big uh, from the Swiss Alps they. They fly down with, you know, the big... I can't think of what it's called either. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. So, yeah, so yeah. so you guys know what I'm talking about, right? And then they would jump from like three, 4,000 uh, meters, you know, from the mountains. And they call it like uh, a sailing down by the air, right? And I never understand what on the earth the people in their good mind, state of mind, would do that. <laughs> well, everyone always says to me, why are, you, why are you learning to skydive? Why would you jump out of a perfectly good plane is what people say, right? But you've obviously not seen a skydive plane. They're held together with tape and all sorts. It's not a perfectly good plane. And in a lot of cases, the pilots are wearing parachutes as well. So that tells you, you know, you're probably better off out the door than trying to land in them. Okay. But. I don't know if that's more comforting or not. But no, 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 probably not. No, <laughs> no. I think as a general rule, if, if you get in a plane and your pilot's wearing a parachute, probably don't get in. Yeah. yeah okay. So next time when we go on plane, we check first. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> so Justin, um, so all of your you know, journey so far, that you know, can you share with us that one of your godly MBA moment? Uh, it's just meaning that the moment you realize your Business is way beyond just transaction, just business. Okay, so I guess the that sort of moment for me was when we were 
starting out the YouTube channel and we're really starting to get some feedback from people and it's in the comments coming through uh, oh my gosh you've just you know you've you've helped me so much you I can now I've just created my first video or I've just sold my first product or it, you, you could really start to see that it was bigger than just me talking to camera giving you know tips at that point you know I, I just thought yep cool I'll, I'll give back a little bit but when you actually start to see the impact that it has it's just incredibly humbling motivating it's it's awesome to see that the impact that, that you can have by helping and by sharing your knowledge so that's um that that's probably i mean and that happens every day now so you you look at the comments and it's awesome to see how much it's helping people so that's pretty cool yeah you know many of us that uh, we sometimes even hesitate to create content right but what you just shared actually is uh, very precious and true that we don't know sometimes i even talk to my clients or audience say if you don't step out today you might be a biggest selfish jerk because (laughs) there's somebody out there that literally are waiting uh, for this piece of uh, information or or more importantly you know from your heart from your device and experience Yes. Well, Justin, we cannot wrap up better than that, but I want to say a big, big thank you so much that, that you spent time with us and uh, with, well, you surely, you know, walk the walk that you are so <laughs> authentic and then, uh, you know, create so much valuable content and today is so much value for us. Thank you so much for having me on here. It's been fantastic. Thank you, Justin. I trust you have enjoyed this episode as much as I did. What I did mention earlier is Justin also prepared three different checklists just for us, for you are listening out here. And the checklist, including the most efficient video editing process and the complete guide to filming both on iPhone and Android. So you need to come to the show note to get all the goodies, all right? And the goodies, it's on kellybother.com forward slash zero two three. Thank you so much again for listening to the show. We know you have given us your most valuable treasure, your time, and we don't take it lightly. We truly appreciate it. Please do share, subscribe, and give us your honest reviews on iTunes so my team and I can continuously produce valuable content for you. Also, more people can find out this show. Again, all the goodies checklist today we mentioned during the show and my free gift to you is at caddybother.com. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Godly MBA podcast. For more actionable marketing tips and strategies and today's show notes, visit www.kellybotter.com.